0: You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike. Rob what's good homie
1: I apologize to everybody tonight I am completely still under the weather um you know I'm dealing with a case of the COVID COVID COVID-19 um so I I apologize immediately for any coughing sneezing I will try to mute myself um but uh yeah uh I'm here I'm powering through again for the people um yep so uh Think of the chance to bowl league this week, so there'll be no league review for me. Um, so I, I wanted to pass it to you, see how you were doing. Well, before
0: I talk about my league review, we should we should definitely talk about Bolero trolling you uh, on on Twitter because I mean it's just, it's too good, it's too good. So Rob has been commenting for weeks. If you listen, if you live, you're regular. You know that Rob has been commenting for weeks about not being able to get a table at Bolero Mesa, right? Is that what it is? Bolero Mesa where he bowls league on Tuesdays.
1: Yeah, I tweet them all. And time. this is
0: this is all confirmed. We've talked to people online about how, how long or how early they show up uh, to get a table at this league because there's just a lack of tables. So Rob's been tweeting at Bolero for about a month now about the lack of tables at Bolero Mesa and how they need to address this issue. And today on Twitter, some some random account, I've, it was like J, it was JBT PBA. Yeah, I remember someone, it. It, yeah, was, at,
1: it. I don't it was
0: at JBT PBA. And the reason I remember it is because I thought, oh, those are two great organizations, yeah, JBT and PBA, right? Yeah. So uh, it was at JBT PBA. He tweeted a picture of a table at and this was hilarious in and of itself he tweeted a picture of a table at a bolero that had napkins stuffed underneath the 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 legs of the table okay in order to like in order to balance the table out right so it wasn't wobbly and boom next thing you know Rob responds to him okay rob responds to him Next thing you know, Bolero comes right in and says, "Hey, we want to shoot us a DM. We want some info on this, so we can rectify it." And and, and there's Rob holding his holding hold, hold, holding nothing, holding the bag, and you know, no response from Bolero on the Bolero Mesa table situation.
1: Yeah, I responded and was like, "Yo, at least at least you got tables, man. You got napkins. At least you got one." And they responded to him and was like, "Yeah, please DM us."
0: yeah some people some people in the bowl TV chat have have taken on the moniker rob's table uh it's a it's it's quite a popular thing you know but listen it it, it you know it, it's a joke we joke but like it's annoying though if you can't get oh, a table for link doing, somebody tweeted at you an amazon link uh for a for a fold up table with a handle i have that table it's actually a really good table it's uh, no. It's That's what of, I would do. I, when yeah. I saw somebody tweet that at you, I was like, oh, no question. I would just buy, I would just buy one of these and roll up with
1: it and be like, yo, it's I'm putting my own table it. out here. It's the principle of it. It's the principle. It. Yo, know, it's the fact that we're paying money and we're not, we can't even get a table. And people know the story, right? I'm not going um, to. Beat down a dead horse here. People know the story about the table. It's not a big. It's not a, a huge deal. No, right?
0: that's not the huge deal. The huge deal is the that polaros. they ignore you and they J, at hey, JBT PBA. Well, I mean, the guy has PBA in his handle. Maybe you should make you. Maybe you should change your handle to Brooklyn Rob PBA, and they might then acknowledge
1: you. You know, and I mean, and but do, do you honestly have the tables now, Mike. Do you honestly? Like if you if people believe that there's a reason why they're not they're not responding to me, don't think people out there that Bolero they know who we are, okay? They know who <laughs> I we don't are. know that I, I, don't I know do that. believe that you don't think Coley before she left on her last uh, breath of fresh air in that company. No, she sent out a nationwide email telling them not to go near us. No, I believe that I do not. I do not think so, dude. No, Coley. Came over to me, and she was like, "Oh, are you here to start trouble?" She, uh, they knew, they knew too much bullshit. Anyway, um, uh,
0: but Gary Q in the chat saying, "Finally got to see us live. Love the show, Gary. Thank you. Thanks for the support. We always love when uh people can catch the show live." Uh, so all right, league review. Um, went to the training center last Saturday. Was joined by a couple people. Shout to the people to join me there. Uh good 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 practice session. Interesting patterns that were put out. I actually got to find out what was put out. I just told them put out a long and a medium surprised me. And they were both like interesting patterns. Uh but yeah, practiced for a couple hours at the training center last Saturday, put some work in. Uh Greg Tack was there as well. He was doing his own thing. Uh shout out to Greg Tack, too. He's actually getting ready to to go out on tour and bowl some events. So you uh people will probably see his name in the PTQ results, hopefully more near the top than to near the bottom. I told him, don't don't bowl so bad that I have to give you dumpster diving gold medal, all right? But shout to him for going out there. He was there too. So I got a little practice session in on Saturday, uh, went and bowled on the short pattern Tuesday. It, 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 you know, it was all right. It was all right. A, a really good bowler that, that I know who bowls in the league, his name's Lou uh, Gaudio Jr. He, he, he texted me, Last week he listens to the pod once in a while, and he just said, you know, he watches me bowl a lot. He just said, you know, I really, I really think you're throwing it good. Uh, you just need to make spares. And like, and part of me feels like he's right because, uh, you know, again, I probably missed fifty pins well, worth need, of easy spares.
1: You needed a text from someone for you to know that you already know well.
0: It? Some, nah. Sometimes I question how well I'm, I'm actually throwing the ball in terms of my release and. Um, you know, my, my role, uh, my, my repetition of how I'm throwing it. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I missed, I missed quite a few spares on Tuesday. I didn't really sniff. I sniffed one pot the second game, but it really wasn't even that close. Uh, and I shot about six forty. I think six thirty seven was my actual series. I went like Easy, 220, 220. Yeah. Purple hammer, purple hammer, two out of the three last game. I used a a pinned down WebMB that I like a lot on on the short. Uh, 2, 221, 2. Uh, well, no, the third game was was one of my better games. 221, 2 0. And then the last game uh, was 2 teen, right? But that 2 teen included an open in the ninth and 10th. So I, I had like 240. Going into the ninth frame, and I split in the ninth, and then I missed a ten pin in the tenth to end the night. Then we bowled a game of action, which we always do because Bolero only stays open uh, for a certain amount for a certain amount of time. They close early, so we bowled one game of action. It was me and Greg Tack against uh, George Cortella and uh, one of my young guys, Matt Gibney. And uh, George went front eight or front nine on us. I think he went front nine on us. Greg went spare, spare next eight or next nine. Uh, I shot 201 with a six out in the 10th, or six, six, two in the 10th, split in the 10th. Uh, Had like four in a row going into that, but one of those was a very lucky strike. So, yeah, we just bowled for 20, man. It was, it's just to get an extra game in and just have some fun. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I bowled okay. I'm going to bowl. I'm going to go bowl tomorrow night. There's a little <clears throat> there's a little king of the hill over at, uh, B- uh, at bolero Strathmore uh, that a guy's running I don't know too much about it uh, I, it'll be the first time I'm going. normally they bowl on some pretty high ratio patterns like I've seen 15 to 1 17 to one this week they're bowling on route 66 and that's like three to one a little bit over three to one. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and, uh, and bowl on Friday. Uh, I'm planning to hit the training center again, maybe Saturday or Sunday. I have a wedding to go to Saturday. So more likely Sunday, but, uh, yeah, that's it, man. You know, uh, tournament coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, uh, Doug LaCory is having an event at Lodi lanes, uh, bowlage. Check it out on the bowlage website. Uh, it's a dual pattern tournament. I'm going to go and try and bowl that if I can schedule wise and you know what i need to do rob honestly i've been slacking on i i mean i i i got i get balls and i give them all away i use them to raffle off for this sport thing i'm doing i try and help people out here and there um do people favors etc but i need to drill some balls honestly i do it's it's been a long time since i've drilled some stuff and i realized that on tuesday night and I could definitely use some fresh balls and fresh surfaces and different looks to, uh, to, to, you know, help me with what I'm doing out there, especially if I'm going to bowl some tournaments. So yeah, I think over the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to invest some money in some, in some equipment, uh, you know, invest money in practice as well, but yeah, my arsenal's just kind of old and, and random and not real well taken care of, which is another thing I got to address. But, uh, yeah, I got some bowling coming up. So it's been good. You know, enjoy it as always. We have twenty-three guys, twenty-three guys on Tuesday. Uh also want to give a shout out to Rusty Thompson. You know Rusty Rob from from back in the JBT days. Uh he was laid up because of an injury for a while. And uh yeah, he came back Tuesday. He's back to bowling again, uh, you know, mostly full time. His high school team in New Jersey actually just won the state the overall state championship. So uh he's got a few more to go before he catches the GOAT. But uh, shout to him for coming out and, uh, and, and, you know, recouping from his injury and yeah, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying myself, man. It's that time of the year where I can enjoy some bowling. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Fetis, Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, in the chat says you better get a venom shock. Actually, that's apps that would absolutely be one of the balls. that's on my list. I've never drilled one. The reason I never drilled one is because I did somebody a favor when the when the PBA tour was out here for the Masters one year, and they were supposed to get me one, and they didn't get me one, and I was sour about it for a long time. But the ball's just too good; I need to throw it. Same thing with the IQ tour. Uh, same thing with the IQ tour. Uh, I, I feel like that's another ball I never drilled and never threw, and I see a lot of people throw and have success with. Uh, yeah, but I could definitely use a, use a few pieces for sure. You know, so I'm I'm gonna get on top of that. But yeah, that's it. That's my leg report for the week. So uh, you know, I know that's why the people come. So I know anything we do after that is is not gonna live up to uh to people's standards. So I apologize for the rest of the show. Uh Rob, which way you wanna go? I wanna talk about betting on bowling. Let's talk about betting on bowling. Because betting betting on bowling is here and I'm excited about it. Okay. I don't even have full access to it, and I'm excited about it uh to review a little bit word got out amongst the bowling community through social media mostly that bet rivers okay and online it is connected to a casino in michigan i believe but they have an online casino app uh sportsbook app and word got out that they they were putting up odds for futures bets on bowling okay And I looked into it, and sports gambling is legal in New Jersey, in the state that I'm in. It's also legal in the state that Rob is in, Arizona. Uh, So I looked it up. I downloaded the app, and I could not find uh, anything on there uh, for bowling in New Jersey. So, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) I I reached out to uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook on Twitter, and they DM'd me back okay they didn't respond to me on twitter but they sent me a dm and here's what they said they said we saw your tweet regarding bowling wagers not being offered in new jersey but in other states and would like to inform you that each state has its own guidelines and rules in terms of what can be offered in the market we apologize for the inconvenience this may have caused okay i said thanks for the info all right so apparently i can't bet on bowl or they can't offer odds on bowling in new jersey because of some kind of state law right They said, cool beans, feel free to reach out to us via DM if you ever have any other questions or concerns. Have a great Sunday. So I text them back a couple days later, and I said, hey, just to follow up, we need expanded betting on professional bowling, futures, match play bets, live betting on whether someone will strike or not. Bowling was made for betting, and a lot of of, uh, sports books are missing a huge opportunity to be the sports book of professional bowling. I said, you guys should reach out to the PBA and Tom Clark and work something out because bowling is made for betting. The fans want it, but it is not available almost at all across the board. They said, we totally agree, and we appreciate your feedback. Please know that we currently offer futures for the winner of the upcoming Wichita Classic in jurisdictions that we service where regulations allow. And uh, we have proceeded by reaching out to our sportsbook provider, to see if we can have lines created for the selections mentioned within upcoming PBA Tour events. Uh, they give me a reference ID for a ticket they created. Uh, we kindly ask that you check back in with us in a few days as we hope to have a response from the sportsbook provider that allows us to provide more transparency for the bowling selections currently offered or any possibility of additions in the future. Then they followed up with me again, and they said just to follow up to the ticket we created above, Our sportsbook provider responded to us and stated that they are looking into introducing more offers for the upcoming tournaments for this PBA Tour season, with a primary focus on providing a better and more diverse pre-match offering. While offering live betting would be ideal, there are currently some constraints on being able to guarantee regular live coverage, which presents us from having the ability to offer those selections. So what they're referring to there is the fact that, some of the shows either aren't on TV or are taped, right? And that, I get that. That's fine, right? We hope this helps and that we are able to add more offerings for upcoming events. I said, whatever you can do to make betting a bigger part of professional bowling, the fans will appreciate it. So, listen, I'm not in, in no in no way, shape, or form, okay, because I feel like people don't even listen to what we say on this show sometimes, these, these goofballs on Twitter, okay? Uh, in no way, shape, or form am I taking credit for any of this. Okay. However, I do find, you know, I am trying to, to, you know, reach out to this sports book who obviously is already watching bowling or looking at bowling in some way and see if we can get a better offering, right. Or why we're not getting it in certain States that are legal for betting. But the bottom line is this, if you're in a legal state for betting, uh, and, and, and you have access to, um, to bet Rivers, and I think they gave me the states. It's Michigan, Maryland, Ohio, uh, Indiana, Colorado, Louisiana, and Arizona. Okay, If you're in those states, you should be able to get uh, uh, that sportsbook app, and you should be able to at least bet on futures for PBA bowling. And like they said, they're going to try and develop some other things. So, Rob, thoughts on any of that before we actually bring up some odds and start to talk about bets for this upcoming week? I can't even believe I just said that. That's awesome that I just said that, that we are going to spend some time on this podcast talking about betting on bowling in the upcoming week. But go ahead.
1: Um, I think it's kind of odd that this random casino comes out of nowhere. Like, we never heard of this casino. I never heard of them. And I remember when you first reached out to me about it, I was like, is this even legit? Like, I thought they were just going to, like, steal all my information because I never heard of Rivers um but you know being the team player that i am in the corp i said all right let me download the app i signed up it took me about 72 hours to confirm my information and then yeah i logged in and now i have access to like all the future bets uh for the pba uh including the jackson 2023 uh classic um so now my next like idea or thought is like like was the PBA were they even aware of of this, like, or was Tom Clark aware of it? I, and I'm just asking in general, like, because you would think that like maybe they would even throw it out and say, "Hey, like, hey world, you know, PBA betting now on Bet Rivers."
0: Yeah, but can they do that when they when they kind of have a deal with Fox?
1: Well, that's what so I, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know those yeah. answers. But I'm just curious that this random casino that comes out of nowhere and now has given us more betting action than we've ever seen before on the PBA really like, and it's, it's just kind of random, I guess. I don't know really, that's my thoughts, but I'm I'm not complaining about it. I'm, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool just to be able to talk through it. My, my next ideas now is like, okay, I have a list of literally like, I don't know, 50, 40, 50 pros here with odds that are like crazy odds, right? Like what kind of strategy do you have to you have to have some kind of strategy like you can't just like pick
0: you can't people. battleship it you can't no. you can't battleship it and just no. put selections all you over can't. the place you can't do ass. that it's so right. easy
1: to lose your ass on this because right
0: you got to you know, be selective about who you're going to pick each week and you kind of have to you know kind of have to do your research somewhat
1: a little bit i mean there's a little bit of research um you know, and I've already, if you follow me on Twitter, you could already tell what kind of research that I've been doing based on my request this morning about previous results in that certain bowling center, right? Not not, not rocket science. I mean, any, any fan of bowling will know that certain pros bowl, certain, you know, bowling centers, they always bowl good in, regardless of what pattern is out, right? Some bowling centers are lefty-friendly. Some are righty-friendly. Some are, you know... Belmonte friendly, right? You know, um. So it's a lot of them see Bel Belmonte friendly. It but. is, um. So yeah, uh, just random, great, like completely out of left field. You know, I feel like this year has been a pretty good year so far for bowling. I mean, the bowl TV has been, I think, pretty good. I mean, now betting on bowling, you're getting futures. Um, yeah. You know,
0: so let's bring them up. Let's bring them up. Let's bring up the odds for for the for the. uh Jackson, Michigan tournament. And uh and let's take a look at what we got here. Uh we just, we'll you know, because I mean, we are we are gonna put some bets in. I mean, we're definitely putting bets in on this. The last tournament, uh, I put what did I put? I put twenty on Bill to win and twenty on Prather to win, right? And and you know, I black clouded them both. Pray prather actually like injured his wrist uh in in the process of bowling last week. So that didn't turn out too well. Uh, did you Did you end up putting any money on Santu?
1: I did, and I put ten on Belmo when he was at plus okay. seven hundred. He almost made the show. Okay, um, I couldn't get the bet in on Santu because I was still waiting on the the clearance of my ID. Okay,
0: so uh, we did get some bets in last week because you can they uh, they basically they update the odds throughout the week, right? And and as it goes round to round. You know, obviously, your 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 odds go down for all the players that are still left in the event, uh, but they also are posting odds at the beginning of the week uh, for futures bets for players to win. Now, Rob, some people have reached out to me and told me that they're also the same That's sports cool. betting app in others in other states is also posting um, to to place in the top two. Yeah. There's odds for players yeah. to place in the, the top that. two. Now, that. you don't, don't have that. access to that in Arizona. No. We, we, no. we haven't been able to find that yet, okay? No. Uh, but, again, if you're in one of these states, you may have access to that. What what I would like to see this become is, like, a couple categories. Odds to win, right? Odds to finish top two. Odds to make the finals, the TV finals, Okay. And then odds to make the cut, right? And and that would be great. Like, give me odds on all those things for futures. Okay. And I feel like I could probably make money every week betting bowling. Thanks, Nico. Appreciate it. Okay. You. Yeah, sorry. Probably should have taken care of that. Uh all right, let's let's take a look, Rob. So what we have in front of us is the first page out of three, right? And these are gonna be the the lowest odds. Okay, and some of these odds are still juicy, even though they're kind of low. You know, well, even though the they're top. they're on the lower end. Now, this is to win though. This is only yeah, to this win. Is
1: to win, and this is just the first. Like I have all three pages of, of, of pros, and we'll right. go through some of them to see, like, well, really, what the long shots are. But I think Nico said in the chat. I mean, you know, if you look up your history on Jackson, uh, Jesper won uh, previously, I think twenty two, and uh, Packy finished second. So the Bowling Center is lefty friendly in that regards where you had two uh, two-hander lefties. Um, and I think you also had another le- uh, two-hander lefty also, I believe, finish in the top five, I think. I could be wrong on that or just one lefty. But um, interesting, though. Like, So you know, any,
0: anybody who sticks out to you here on the first page that you like? I mean, pers- personally, yes, I like yes. Yeah, right. of course. Oh, right, yeah. you gotta you gotta throw something on Jesper, especially especially 100%. since he's won here before, right? Yeah, uh, Santu at plus two thousand doesn't look too bad. You know, he I feel like eventually he's gonna win, right? Yeah, so
1: that's just like shooting a dart. Like I said, you could lose a lot of money just shooting a dart. Like you, like to me, like I, I me personally, like if I'm gonna bet smart money, I'm betting lefties only on future bets. Just okay, just from. What I know, what happened in the last, you know, year. So Buttriff would be a bet I would make because Buttriff has been pretty good this year, and when the left is good, he's normally pretty good. Svensson would be my one pick, and then I would have to go down and and see what's going on. But um, yeah,
0: Buttriff only plus nine hundred. Yeah, okay.
1: I mean, you know, I don't know. I just like I said, I, I you got to have some kind of strategy. Um, now, if I'm gonna, if I am gonna shoot dark, I mean, my
0: my strategy is partly like, uh, look at look at who I think is gonna is 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 gonna win a title anyway this year, and go after those guys. You know, kind of strike strike with who's hot. Uh, but yes, I, I I like the lefties. I like the lefties. I like your strategy there. On, on uh, you know, Santu sticks out to me. Uh, Sean Maldonado sticks out to me here. At at plus uh plus four thousand. No, you know, no, you don't like that.
1: If I'm gonna put money, I rather I think Kyle Troop is due. I think Kyle Troop has been hasn't really had a good year, but he's too good. You know, so that would be my one like shot in the dark. Is you get him at like plus seventeen hundred. I might throw a little bit on Kyle because I feel like, like I said, he's just too good.
0: Yeah, and again, like see. That kind of – that's a bet that falls into my way of thinking. Like, yeah. don't you feel like Kyle Troop's going to win a title this year? Yeah. Wouldn't you be surprised yeah. if this year goes by and Kyle Troop doesn't win a title? Right? No. So, no. so you know, at, at odds of plus 1,400, you know, if I throw 10 or 20 bucks on him in every event thinking, okay, he's going to win a title at some point, you know, I'm, I'm going to win in that bet.
1: So, let me – I'm, I'm going to pull Nico's – I think he's kind of questioning what I, what I said here. He says, hasn't had a good year. He finished third in the U.S. Open. but well, that's one tournament. I'm talking the year. I mean, there's already been what? how many tournaments? Like four, three, three, four tournaments? Is, if you ask Kyle right now if he's having a good year, you'd think he would say he's having a good year because he finished third in the U.S. Open? I don't know. Uh, that's that's, a, like, that's I mean, a good question.
0: A show- I'd have to take a closer look. I don't think, nope. but by his standard, yeah, I'd probably yeah. say no because by his standard, you know, we're talking about like he's trying to win Player of the Year, right? I mean, so, he's an elite
1: bowler. He's a top three to four in the world, and right. he hasn't made a show since. So, okay,
0: know. let's 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 go to the next page. Okay. Let's go to the next page. See what we got. See what other odds we got here. Okay. All right. Let's see anything we like here.
1: Uh, Matt you Russo? like Matt Russo? I do like Matt Russo. Mm. That would be an interest. That that's a juicy bet for me. Plus five thousand.
0: Plus five thousand. So ten yeah. bucks is five hundred. Oh, I like that. Ten like bucks that. to win five hundred. I like. Let's that. take that. Let's take that. You in for ten on that? I'm
1: in for ten. I'm on in Matt for ten Russo. on that. I think All right. Right.
0: That's so important. can we can we write these down so I could Venmo you after the show? <laughs> and we could we could put some of these in. Sure. Uh, I'm 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 on Yesper. I'm on Yesper. Yep. Okay, I'm on I'm on Jesper for 10. Actually, I'm on Jesper for 20. I'm on Jesper for 20. I'm on Russo for 10. Okay. Uh, um, I'll have to go back to the first page and reevaluate that, but I might have one more from that first page. All right, let's see. Who else we got here? Uh, so AJ, and AJ, and AJ Chapman, me. Jake Peters, Nick Pate, Russo we talked about, Matt Ogle. Matt Ogle, another guy. Oregon, hot, been bowling good. You know, would we be surprised if he wins his first singles title soon? Uh, two-handed. Ooh, what is that? Sixty-six hundred. How
1: about this right here? Sixty-six hundred. How about that? Oh, oh man! How about Wesley Lowe winning his first title this week? A plus ten thousand.
0: <laughs> wow! Wow! We got we got to get we got to get five on that. Yes, we got to I mean, get five on that.
1: You know, that's just like a, that's a complete shot, but I mean, like I said, this place can be really lefty friendly, so you know, this one of those uh weeks. Um, you know, someone mentioned Graham Fock, I think that's a great bet. Scott's uh 33, considering he just had a great tournament. I know he won, um, I don't know the name of the tournament, but I saw it on Facebook. Uh, so that's not a bad bet. Kevin Williams, Mike, plus 10,000. That's something I would definitely throw on five on. I like that. I'm, I, like I said, I'm riding the two handed lefty urethane this week or next mm. week. Matt Sanders? Uh, no, I'm not, no. I'd rather take Kevin Williams at plus 10,000, I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, Kevin McCune is always interesting, right? Like he's yeah. having
0: a great year. Yeah, people in the chat are saying Fowl just won the Bradley this weekend, which is which is true. Yeah. So man. obviously he's he's hot. He's throwing it good. You know. I like it.
1: Yeah. Okay. A, a lot of uh, the Lavery spars are always interesting because they're bone. They're having a great year. The Lavery. Yeah, spars. I was
0: gonna say Anthony Lavery spar plus uh, 600 is interesting. It you know, wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if if he breaks through.
1: Or is, uh, it makes it is like, you know, in the top 10 going into like the you know, final day, you know.
0: Right, I mean, well really, like in these futures, in these futures, especially the way that we're looking at them and we're you know, we're we're going to look at this list and pick multiple guys from the list, right? Isn't your hope to get as many guys into the finals as as you can? so that you have all those chances at, at somebody going on to win the tournament? I mean, that's the way I look at it. Like, if I'm putting in uh, bets on eight different guys, I want six of those eight to make the finals,
1: you know? Yeah, you just want you want people that are just going to be sniffing, right, until, like, the final day. Yeah, yep. All right, you want me to go to the next page where all the long odds are? Yeah,
0: yeah, let's go to the – If someone
1: makes a good point in the in the chat, Shep um, Ramsey, uh, make sure that they're in the field before you place it. I mean yeah. that's that's good. You 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 always you don't want to bet on a player at the before the. Uh, where am I at here? Last but not least here. So, a lot of these are the same, but um, no, that's the one we just looked at. No, because I, I would cut off. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So here's the Let's last uh, the piece of it. Uh, Tom has Smallwood and, and Runk at twenty thousand. Oh man, Brandon Runk.
0: Brandon thousand. Runk, lefty. Good lefty. too. Where's uh I guess
1: um uh Anthony Spagnolia, hold on. Wait, put two dollars in everyone <laughs> <laughs> and then tell somebody on the top dogs. How much do you think we're gonna be betting here? Oh
0: my goodness this is this is this is money bag spagnolia over here. So yeah. <laughs> you know
1: send five hundred dollars and start betting at everybody, every. It's like betting the roulette wheel, and you bet every number. <laughs>
0: Where, where's, uh, where's Nyer? Where's Nyer? Oh. Is Nyer on here?
1: Yeah, he's here. Sorry. What are what are I, his I, odds? I, I must have missed it. Um, you know,
0: Brandon Novak. Brandon Novak, like, uh, he always he he always finds a way to. He, a lot of times, he finds a way to bowl good. Uh, it would be tough for me to imagine him winning, but. Hold on. Let me yeah, Brad thing. Miller's plus four thousand, Shep. Shep Ramsey's asking if Brad Miller's an option, plus four thousand. I think that's I think that those that's crazy odds for Brad Miller. He should he should be in the probably in the plus ten thousand.
1: So I guess how many? I don't think any of the pros here you could bet. They're already all these guys are already in, right? Does Nyar still have to qualify through PTQ? Oh
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, Shep is saying that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nyers in yeah. the PTQ. Okay.
1: So okay. yeah, that, that would make sense to me. I'll tell you though, they should put odds on the people in the PTQ to win the tournament. You want to talk? You want to talk crazy odds? Um, <laughs> right. There's always yeah, one well, on the Well, like Keiko? I, how are you not going to put on Keiko right now? Like, if I like, would imagine like,
0: that once they the PTQ is over, they add them. Oh, yeah. You know, so we could probably go back. All right, but here, yeah. here's what we got. We got t- – uh, this is at least what I'm going to text you uh, for, for my bets for this week. Uh, Jesper, 20. Russo, 10. Ogle, 5. Low 5. Williams, 5. Fah, 5, 5. Anthony Lavery, Spar, 5. Runk, 5. Oh, my God. Okay.
1: Jesus, I'm gonna be on the Apple so night. That's 30,
0: 40, 50, 60 bucks. I'm gonna be right.
1: on Apple Night betting betting your bets.
0: I know. This is this is this is, see. If you if you can access the finish for one or two, they have Simo plus two fifty and Belmonte at plus
1: three hundred. He's a Del a Del Monte the Canada uh, food. <laughs>
0: uh they have those guys at plus, Simo plus two fifty, Belmonte plus three hundred to finish first or second. I got to be honest, Nico. I think that those odds are way too low for me to bet on any either of those. You know, I need I would need much higher odds even to finish in the top two. But you know, I I I kind of like this list we 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 were uh, were developed we developed here, Rob. Yeah. I kind of I mean, like this list,
1: and just based on like momentum right now, like to, for me, like I would probably put a little bit of money on Barrett. Because he's the hottest bowler right now, besides Simo, on the planet. and You're getting plus 1100 on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I could see that. Uh, you know, I don't. I mean, he's having one of those years. I mean, Dom is, is just killing it right now. So, at plus 1100, I like that. But I don't know if there's any max, too, Mike. That's the scary right. thing on this. Like, I don't know. I could literally probably put $50 on Smallwood at plus 20,000. And completely right. take Bet Rivers down. I'd probably own half the casino by the time if that bet went through. They would send me a deed, and it would, they would be, call the name Sweep the Rack Rivers. It would be our own, you know, casino after that. Um, oh, now my brother's chiming, and he's starting to get the he's starting to get the itch. He gets quiet, and then all of a sudden he starts. Oh man, the
0: this is to te- see now. Like this is terrible because now when he chimes <laughs> in, now I feel like I have to throw a little something on Belmo and EJ too. Because if he's going to take Belmo and EJ, then I got to have some action there too. Because I'm going to be upset if if one of the other court members wins and I don't win. You know,
1: you need odds for three hundred and a game Dave, you,
0: Dave, you probably didn't weren't listening I, when I read my conversation with Bet Rivers. We're trying, we're trying. You know, there's 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 just complicated issues with making some of these things happen. But all right, well, listen. We, Rob, we've called for it numerous times on this show. I believe, I'm not going to speak for you, but I believe that making betting a regular part of bowling, especially bowling on TV, and even when it's not on TV, I, I, I would like to see odds. I'd like to be able to bet on it. Maybe not live bet on it, but I would like to be able to bet the, the, uh, the stepladder, Matches. I'd like to be able to still bet the futures, even for the tournaments that are not on TV. But we have we have called for this for a long time. I personally feel like betting and exposing bowling to betting is is one of the most important or most uh, likely successful paths to bringing the popularity back to the sport. And you know, listen, we're we're literally putting our money uh where 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 our mouth is because we talked about it now we find out betting is available on Bet Rivers. we went through the process to get in it now we're we're putting the money down we're, we're you know so listen if you're available to do it join us
1: here's what responsibly we
0: to do responsibly
1: here's what join we to... us
0: responsibly let nah, me say that put all
1: your money put the kids no no no, no.
0: don't do that. that
1: so here's what needs to happen is uh if betting for bowling gets available in all the states is we quit our jobs and we go on tour full time, but we don't bowl full time. We're just professional betting and we're there at the tournament and we're looking at the shot and we're looking at the players like horse racing, right? We're so, handicappers. No handicap hey, so you, we come in and then we run a, a weekly or bi-weekly show or weekly show out there and then we charge membership for the show and then we give players the can't miss can't hit bets of the week. Lock of the know. week. You know, lock of the week, and you, you pay you know for the you know uh advice, and you you you, you sign up for our YouTube. And pack, I can right? start
0: wearing track suits.
1: I yeah, can start oh, wearing yeah, track yeah, suits, yeah, yeah. and you
0: could wear you could wear fancy suits with dark sunglasses. You know, There's
1: six TVs, seven TVs in my office with set with bowl TV streaming on every pair. On every one of them, on right? Every pair. You know, taking and we're,
0: and we're and we're 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 reporting live betting during qualifying. I mean, ah, oh, oh, be a dream come true, Rob. <laughs> be a dream come true, living not
1: the life living the life, right? Except for having to go on tour, but we could probably do that from home anyway. So, uh, amazing, awesome. All right, Mike. All right, we well again, if you spaces. can,
0: if you can and you want to responsibly uh, join us this week, but we will definitely we will definitely have some horses in the race this week. When they're out there bowling in Michigan, so we'll update you on how that goes. Uh, uh, urethane, urethane, you're, I, you know, we it. It won't go away. It's not going away. Okay, uh, urethane free tournament in Finland, Rob.
1: I always knew Finland did everything better than the United States, like You're. I mean, what, what what could be better of a tournament to, to bowl, Mike?
0: I don't understand why you hate it so much. Honestly, I've already
1: made my piece on why I hate it so much.
0: I hear you, but like, I I don't know. I just I I think that it's a it, it's, it's such a it's such a bad position. It's it's a it's a it's just a bad take. Like what? It, it's it what? would be like complaining about someone using an inferior piece of equipment in any other sport, like. A guy coming out with an older golf club and playing really well, and people are going to complain about it and say it should be banned. Like, no, no, like uh, you know. My
1: biggest, I've already said this numerous times. I understand. my, My biggest problem with urethane is the fact that it's proven to be get softer as the games go on, and there is a a chance that you could be using essentially an illegal ball in the last three to four games of an eight game block and nobody would ever know on on top of that it does give an advantage which is not the reason why i want it banned it does give an advantage to high rev rate and lefties it's it's plain simple if anybody is not a fan and doesn't see that then i don't know what to tell you all right. Well, there's one
0: person in the bowling world, at least, who disagrees with you, and his name is his name is Jason Belmonte. Uh, and of course he, he, does. of
1: course, he doesn't want a bit to be thrown. Of course not.
0: And he had this to say on Twitter. And I I'm, can't wait. I'm not. I'm not speaking for him, and I'm not assuming that uh, this was in response to the uh, finish. No urethane tournament. How do you say "no urethane" in Finnish?
1: No-urethane. I want to know that.
0: No urethane and finish.
1: There's only one right way to say it. No urethane.
0: Okay. Uh, Here's what he had to say on Twitter. Wait. That's a quote. Wait. Many called for a throwback to equipment before reactive resin, parentheses, urethane, end parentheses, because the new high-tech balls were striking too much. Now there is an outcry to ban urethane. What is going on? What do these people want? Should we go back to stones and no holes? My head hurts.
1: Of course, Jason Belmonte doesn't want urethane's balls to be banned. Of course, because he's a high reverie two-handed player, and those players have advantages with urethane. They're able to bowl on short patterns, fresh, patterns and it, it makes it a lot easier for them because it gives them control of the pattern. And if you give someone like Jason Belmonte control of the pattern, he's, he's unbeatable because he'll start with your thing, He'll, he'll beat he'll beat you up on the fresh. He'll use it. And then if, when, once the lanes transition, he switches to performance, he jumps three steps left and he opens the lane up and he kills you there too. Now, don't get me wrong. He's probably going to beat you up regardless of what patterns out usually, but I mean, look, it 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 gives two hander, high rev rate, and lefties an advantage. It does, and you can't convince me otherwise.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't. I I definitely don't feel as strongly as you do about it. I don't really have a problem with it. I think that. A tournament with no urethane it's i mean it's whatever it why not just put out a pattern that punishes the people that use urethane? isn't that isn't that an even better idea because then like then if somebody enters the tournament and uses urethane, they paid their entry and they're they're donating their money because they chose to use urethane on a pattern that you put out that you couldn't use it on right so that's where i'm at with the urethane i i don't uh, to me, what amazes me most about these urethane balls is how versatile they are and how these players find ways to use them in situations where you wouldn't think it likely that they can use them, right?
1: Yeah, so, because, because of the fact of they're very soft bowling balls. They're very controllable. They're the most controllable balls. And people, they get very confused um, when when we talk urethane of this – This gen, this like present urethane and like the eighties urethane, and then I want to respond to Gary Q here. How about no spare balls? Oh God, here we go for crush for spares. Spare balls don't get softer as you throw them down the lane, and this is my biggest problem with urethane. Is until you don't, they don't know what the hell happens to the urethanes as they keep using it. Game the game; these things are getting softer, and they're it's they're getting. Tested illegal under the harness after like two to three games. Uh,
0: Spags, I I like this point too. He says I liked it better when the reactive balls were
1: the cheater balls. There will always be a cheater ball. Is that is that true? There was a cheater ball with the yellow dot. They're back in the the sixties and the or the seventies was the bleeder. You know they. I mean smoked that shit. I, I, I definitely
0: know. feel like bowlers have a penchant for complaining. And making excuses. Oh well, so, bowlers like, always
1: find an advantage. That's you know? what I'm saying. So, like, is <laughs> oh, yeah. is
0: what is what he's saying true? Because of the nature of bowlers, like, there's always going to be something we point to and say, "Oh, this is the you know, this is this is it. This is why this guy who stinks is winning. This Maybe. is why the lefties are bowling good. This is Do you know why that
1: doing. is. Do you know why that is? Because bowling is one of the only sports that is a complete man-made sport." What I mean by that is um, like somebody addresses the lanes every day. Someone is creating the patterns that the bowlers are bowling on. Uh, you know, on a lot of sports, that's not the case where, you know, they're like, for for example, golf. Yes, they move the cups into like certain areas of the green. But the holes and the 18 holes is usually the same. Right. Uh, in other sports. I don't know. You could compare it to darts and bags, right? Like, there's not so much of a man-made playing field. Bowling is one of the only man-made playing field sports out there. Does that make sense? I mean, do you agree with that? Mm, Yeah, generally. Someone's always in control of the conditions in the bowling alley. Someone's always oiling the lanes, and someone's you know always you know making the shots and developing. And there's always someone to blame if you're not bowling good. There's always the lane man or the lane conditions or whatnot. You know that's the reason why some other sports you can't really blame anybody. Uh, you only blame yourself, right? But bowling, there's always a scapegoat.
0: Absolutely, I, I I feel that I feel that you know that's why I said I feel like Spags' comment is uh, is a good one.
1: Johnny P, it seems what's up, man? How's things? Uh, it seems like the only pattern they can put out that takes urethane out of the equation is when they go super long. Fifty feet, in which guys are basically trying to create a urethane motion. Anyway, at that point, thoughts. Big Mike flying home tonight. Surprise that. Hope to see ya.
0: Um, Well, either that or like, or like, I don't know how many how many mills of oil you would need. I'm not an expert in that, but I'm going to say forty mills of oil or more. You know, thirty five mills of oil or more. You ain't going to mm-hmm. see urethane on the lane. But then, well, that's the thing. That I was, yo, know, I was just gonna say. Then I go to Bowl of Greg tack event a few weeks ago. That has thirty-two or thirty-three mils of oil on the lane, and everybody's using your thing. Well, they, that, are they, But I don't are they
1: bowling good with it.
0: Yeah, guy shot two seventy-eight with it the first game. Palusic used it for the first three or four games and bowled well with it. Like, so I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand enough about the breakdown and the specifics of the patterns and the mills. But the point being, if you make them heavy enough, right? then you're probably going to take away that advantage. But, all right, listen, we continue to talk about urethane. I mean, it's just it's, – it's not going away. This is not love, going away. I, so. I love the
1: heat I get for my uh, stance on urethane. And keep in mind, um, as a bowler myself, I own two to three urethanes. So, to me, it's like if you don't – Well, you have to. You have to at advantage. this point. You do. There's no, there's no way around it. I only have one, and I feel like, man, I
0: need at least one more – Maybe two, you know, like it's that important of, a, of an option to have in your bag uh, at
1: this point. Um, let me ask you, I don't believe and I could be wrong here, but your thing balls don't crack because of the fact that the covers aren't like reactive. So if I'm a consumer with all the balls cracking these days and I'm going to spend 150 to 250 dollars for a bowling ball, and I'm a 150 average and 160 average. Is it a safer investment for me to buy a purple hammer than it is a high performance ball these days? And the fact that I know I'm gonna get like pretty good usage out of it without a cracking. I mean, is that a legit question?
0: I'm gonna answer your question with a question. Like, was the was the traditional progression of a bowler? Especially in our generation, was the traditional progression of a bowler to go from plastic to urethane to resin. Yes, right, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, I'm exactly. not, I'm not, I'm not making that up. I'm not no. wrong about that, right?
1: Well, I started like, with, I started with a Rex. You remember the Rex, the oddballs. I started with a Rex. I went to like a red U dot. I had a black knight red U dot, and then eventually I ended up in like a, a, a teal Rhino Pro.
0: Okay, I went, you know, random random plastic ball, Maxim, I think it was. Then I went Blue Hammer, was my first serious ball, first urethane ball. Had it drilled conventional. Then went fingertip with the Blue Hammer. Then went teal rhino. Okay, so he- here's my point on that. Like, why isn't that the case anymore? Why isn't that the case anymore? Like, why don't you see... League ball, you know, shouldn't shouldn't that still be the progression? Like, doesn't that help bowlers improve their release, their their yeah. their, their consistency? No, I no think you don't me. think so.
1: I think it hurt me actually when I was a kid. I would have loved to have started with resin because you know what happened is your your style uh, it developed by throwing urethane. I mean, you think about like where we bowled, okay, when we were kids. Your style, if you're trying if you're you're growing up with plastic and you're growing up with urethane and it doesn't hook, and you're bowling on these lanes that have no stripped back ends, they strip once a week, and you're throw you're trying to create rotation with a urethane ball, you're going to completely learn how to grab the ball on the bottom of the swing in order to get the ball to hook. I mean, we all we all grabbed it when we were younger. Bill O'Neill was super grabby at the bottom of it mike fagan all these guys right um and then all of a sudden high performance was introduced and then all of a sudden you had to get the opposite of grab you had to get really soft especially when you bowled on short patterns like 33 34 foot patterns high roller sweepers anybody who bowled those you know time at that time knew that you had to be really soft and guess what there was no handcuff of the purple hammer There was no cheat ball, the purple hammer, for you to be able to calm down a 33-foot flat pattern. You had to learn how to adjust with your hand and how to soften it up, move left, move your eyes all the way right, and you had to literally circle the whole lane, Brian Kretzer style, in order to succeed on those patterns. Nowadays, they put out a 33-foot pattern like the high roller. Nobody's going to be doing that. Everybody's going to be throwing their urethane, their cheater ball, and just going to be moving right and just trying, you know, and just controlling the lane. And that's the I right think, way to do it.
0: I think there were certain – I mean, I think if you were in the know at that time that you're referring to, then there were ways to, you know, create a cheat-like reaction. I'll say that. You know, I saw some pretty crazy stuff, you know, like – uh yeah, just guys drilling balls in various ways. Certain looks that people had. Oh, I agree. There, crazy their, their, they've their, never
1: seen before. Yeah,
0: there were definitely ways to create that cheat reaction that 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 you're referring to. That urethane is sort of the the go to for now. Um, but yeah, all right. I mean, listen it's it's something it's something that we continue to talk about, right? It, it, uh, I'm I'm tired of talking about it, but uh,
1: you know, I don't I don't
0: think the conversation is going anywhere. No. no. Okay. Uh, you want to talk USBC college bowling sign up debacle? Yeah,
1: what, a, what a shit show that was. Um, I don't. The USBC exactly.
0: continues to have a rough go of it. Man.
1: Uh, so I, I don't See, know Look, if-
0: Lou, Lou in the chat is saying the Excalibur and Rhino Pro were the original cheater balls. Lou, we were just discussing how that the, is it true that there's always going to be a cheater ball. There's always is that is that the is that the the the, the you know the way that bowlers operate in general. Uh, that was the uh, we were we were just talking about that. But go ahead, Rob. USBC least, debacle. Nico's a- Alv- Nico's asking in the chat if we saw the LBC oil pattern. We did. did you just, want if you want to if you want to know my thoughts on it, we'll 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 give it uh, right is after. It like right technically, after like running. a house shot. No, no, they're actually putting out something that's like five to one. Oh, really? Yeah, which I would say is, is not house shot at no, all. No. Far no. from a house shot.
1: I don't know why I saw that somewhere. Um, so I don't know the exact details of the college bowling debacle with USBC, so I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to get thrown out on social media for giving false information. Like well, I the, said,
0: re- that the registration link for the Intercollegiate Singles oh, Championship has, has crashed numerous times now. Right, I think it's like three different times they've released it and it's crashed. But there's thousands of people. (laughs) uh,
1: There's thousands of people who can sign up for
0: this event. So,
1: Steve, that's great. Someone at the USBC opened an email from a Nigerian prince (laughs) asking for money. Huh? That's what it was. Um, Yeah. So they have all these all these collegiate bowlers uh, trying to sign up for an tournament. For their tournament, right online, right. and the, the, the website keeps crashing, and it's happened. Would you say like three, three times already? I believe so. Yeah, what a nightmare! Um, I and they're getting beat up on social media. I mean, I, I mean, dude, the forum is just an absolute like train wreck of a butchering on the USPC. <laughs> you know, I remember back when we did it, we have to mail that shit in, man. Envelope, stamp, fucking, boom, send it in the mail. But then look what happens to the Bowl Map. They fucking send that shit in the mail and it never goes. So yeah man uh Well Res- they didn't
0: have they didn't have a singles portion when we bowled. No. It
1: was all team there maybe. Was, Yeah, there was, it was no, no singles dollars. portion. It was all team. Yeah. Um so anyway, so the USBC man, you got to like get get your shit together. Come on guys, like get the website together.
0: Yeah, they're having a rough year, bro. They're having yeah. a rough a rough uh rough 12 plus months here with various <laughs> Various groups pissed off at them for various things. You know. People
1: are still, yeah, Kevin. That they deserve everything they're getting after what they did to MoBAP.
0: <laughs> last year. Free um, MoBAP. Kevin,
1: if you didn't listen to the episode where we brought on um the Bull Map coaches, uh, it was a good episode. You know, trying to uh, expose uh that whole situation.
0: The silliness. The silliness. Right. I mean, it was it was silliness. Like a college team got disqualified from nationals because. Or sectionals because their 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 entry got lost in the mail and the USBC never got it and then it was too late to turn it in and like now you have this situation when the USBC can't get it right and can't get the registration information up in in the in the time that they say they're going to and you know uh, where where does that leave everybody right where's the where's the uh, where's the punishment for the USBC you know there will be none don't want to spoil it for everybody but there will be none. So yeah, listen, they're just having a rough go of it, man. You know, at what point I know, I know a lot of people say that, you know, Chad controls the Chad Murphy controls the board. And, you know, uh as long as he controls the board, he'll be he'll be the executive director there and blah, 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 blah. I hear different things. But I'm saying, like, how many debacles can there be before, you know? People start talking about perhaps going in a different direction uh,
1: you know I mean I you know what the problem is is, I don't know what Chad Murphy has control over and yes it's he's the the uh, what is his exact term he's the executive director. executive director um, so yes, like he runs the organization, whatnot, but if we're something like this where the website crashes, right, and it's happening for two to three days. I mean really how much of that is a Chad Murphy like responsibility Yeah but come on
0: you are the leader of an organization you know the bu- the buck stops with you bro
1: It th- but that's what I'm saying is like I mean it's a technology problem it's a it's a website problem So Yeah but I'm
0: saying but I'm saying, saying this is just another think. Rob come on this they've had a bad year bro They've had a bad year you know and a lot of people aren't real positive about the usbc to begin with right but you, you, the ball testing debacle you know the 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 disqualification of bowling balls you know so i mean this is this is i'm not i'm not saying that based off of just one event i'm saying that based off of numerous things that have occurred over over the recent history you know that just really make you think like you know they need to get it together
1: I'm still pissed that the, the nickname the Black Curtain didn't like stick. I really think that's like the greatest name for them. Um
0: yeah, Chris, Chris Serta in the chat saying years, not not year. <laughs> I mean, fa- listen, fair point, Chris. Fair point. You know, oh, uh, right. You, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm 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 you're not gonna get much of an argument from me there.
1: Uh all well right,
0: we listen, we hope they get it worked out. Yeah, you know, the the the, 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 the kids, they're going they're gonna get it worked out. One way or another, it's not like it's not like there's any threat of the intercollegiate singles championship not taking place or something like that. One way or another, they're going to get it worked out. But yeah, you know, it's just it's just uh, another another laughing stock type thing. You know, you don't you don't need that. You don't want to see that. So, uh, all right, Nico wanted to know our thoughts on the pattern. It's like a five to one pattern. I watched the video. I... The video is is amazing. If you haven't watched the video, go watch the video. We should actually do a breakdown of the video, Rob. It would be it would be hilarious if we did a breakdown of this video. But they basically have Chris Prather and then a, a few. Lo- it looks like local league bowlers of varying uh, varying uh, ability levels. Okay, and yeah, you know they're basically all saying how the pattern's easy and it, there's, it's very scoreable and there's a lot of different angles that you can play and it supports different ways that people want to throw the ball and different angles to strike and then they bring in the guy who designed the pattern and they talk to him mike j has a conversation with him and yeah i just i just found it to be to, for the unintentional comedy level to be very high on this uh pattern video that they release but it is a it is a 5 to 1 pattern and i got to tell you if a, if a if a bunch of league bowlers show up to this league championship league bowling championship event that they're having and they put them on a five to one pattern and these guys go out and just think they're going to stand on 25 and just wing it to the gutter and, you know, whack them and average two thirty. Uh, I think they have another thing coming. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how smart of a decision this is on the part of uh, Bolero and the, the, the PBA, I guess I would say, to to start out with a pattern of, of that ratio for this first event they're having, you really don't know what the makeup is going to be of the uh, of, of the people bowling the tournament. And really to me it's a lot riskier to put out a pattern like this and have people have a bad experience in the first year than to put out something really easy and have you know quite a few people just whack them off the charts. Because people are used to seeing guys whack them off the charts, so if if a a league bowler comes to this league bowler this league championship event for Bolero and some dude shoots eight forty, they're just going to say, "Oh yeah, you know, one guy, yeah, shot eight forty. He was really lined up. You know, no one's going to think twice about that. But if they come to this event and they're a little bit tougher and they shoot four seventy, they ain't ever coming back to this event. It'd be a lot of complaints, you know." Uh, Nico saying the PBA is transparent, but the USBC is not with the Open Championships. But Nico, come on, you, you're you're comparing two things that do not deserve to be compared. There, okay, you're comparing two things that do not be that do not deserve to be compared. Like the Bolero tournament is not on the same level as the USBC Open Championships. Now, I mean, this is a fir- This is a first year event uh, compared to the USBC Championships, which has a a deep history. So I I have to call you out for a a poor comparison there. But,
1: you know, those are my thoughts on the pattern. Rob, any thoughts? I just think it would be great content if you would go there with a microphone and a camera and interview teams before they bowled and get an idea of what they think they were going to shoot and then do an interview after they bowled and see what their thoughts are and what they did shoot. Um, I think that would be, like, really funny content, especially someone like you. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, someone team. like me, I know. The great. ratio
1: is very similar to what is used for the PBA league.
0: Yeah, so Damon I mean, yeah, in
1: the chat, there's you know you, the PBA league for the pros is a little bit <clears throat> higher scoring, I believe, from just watching it. Uh, but they are still tricky. You still have to use the right ball. You still have to be in the right spot. Any anything that's not a, a, a house pattern, um, you know, you still have to have an idea of of where to like play and what to what equipment to use so you know and if you don't if you
0: don't then it can really be a nightmare
1: yeah that's what you're not saying yeah all right mike you ready to give the people what they want All right, Mike, I'm going to start. Um, My worst of the week this week goes to a gentleman by the name of Ryan Sachs uh, from the Bowling Science Forum. What up, Ryan? Congrats, brother. Uh, It's a great honor for you to win this award. So if you know him, let him know. Shouts. Uh, His post. He put a picture three Different pictures of a uh, looks like a pretty new DVA type ball uh, with a crack around the ball. Uh, there's a crack around the finger and then a small hairline crack that literally goes from the serial number to his finger hole. Okay. So that's the context behind this post. I had 10 games on this ball. And when I went to my basement to load it in my bowling bag, i noticed the crack almost completely around the ball i proceeded to spend days filling the cracks smoothing it out you cannot feel it but you can see it is this ball illegal or not nobody could answer that question in my league can anybody answer that so first off honestly and i'm being really honest here with you guys i don't know if that's legal or illegal I don't know. I'm hoping someone would be able to tell me. I've never had someone try to use a crack bowling ball in their league. Um, I just kind of assumed that if your ball cracked, you would probably throw it away at that point. Um, this gentleman, though, spent days filling the crack. Now, what he was filling the crack with, Mike, I, I wish he would have put it in there. Crazy glue? Um, <laughs> <laughs> elmer's glue um you know so one i guess my question to people out there is it a league is it legal can you use a crack ball if you fill it up with crazy glue i would imagine no because you're using some kind of outside like chemical What if we got and- flex seal Flex seal. What have he? What if he got? Gorilla Flex seal. Glue, gorilla glue. Um. So I'm just wondering, like, if I, I would say it was, it would be illegal if you were using like a chemical. Oh, it's
0: definitely like, illegal. It's definitely. It's there's no question. It's illegal.
1: It's illegal, right? Because you're using. No like, question. But if what if you didn't? What if you didn't use and try to fill the crack? And it was cracked. You could still use the ball technically, right? In league. You now can... that i don't know that i don't know
0: i don't know if you're allowed to use a cracked ball or not but i would i would absolutely venture to say that if you fill the crack with some some foreign substance <laughs> if you fill the crack with some foreign substance then it the ball's probably illegal
1: yeah uh brian writes a crack more than three inches is a. Uh... Uh, a fissure. I, I, I don't know. Um, and not legal. Not legal. Okay. Even writes uh, he didn't fill the gap between the core and the filler core material, So when it hits the pins, it's going to doink.
0: <laughs> that's good stuff.
1: Anyway, so that's my worst of the week.
0: You know, you should if well, you're if you're gonna do that. You know, like I see these I see these commercial videos on on social media for these companies that will come out and raise your concrete. Right. So how they do it is they drill a little hole into the concrete and then they put this this tube in the hole and then they have a gun that they put into the tube and they shoot this stuff under the concrete that when it expands, it gets so hard that it raises up the concrete. And like that's probably what you should be using if you're trying to fill a bowling ball crack, you know, it might increase the crack a little bit, but at least you'll have like a good, a good solid surface when you're done filling it.
1: So Fred and our chat, right? I've used the ball with the crack bridge. I think we've all once in a while have used the ball with a crack bridge. But I, I, I used
0: balls until the bridge fell out.
1: Yeah, I've had crack all around my fingers on plastic. Me balls. too. I, I
0: had I had balls that I could pick pieces out of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. But I
1: think that's where Brian, the rule that he's saying is it's more it's gotta be more than three inches in fissure and not then it's not legal. But well, crack bridge obviously is not gonna be three inches unless it's unless it's Jeff Riggle's bridge then that might be crack might be three inches. But other than that, um, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty, going to be pretty, you're legal to throw a cracked bridge. Um, but you know, just for the people who, who are out there, uh, if you have a bowling ball, it's a new ball and it cracks, uh, you guys need to take it back to the pro shop. You got it, got it at, or bought it at. And hopefully you guys are bought buying your balls from a local pro shop. Um, and then they'll usually be able to return it to the uh, distributor uh, to get you uh, a new ball. Um, I know some bone ball companies out there now, like Hammer, are giving like warranties, like I know like one or two year warranties. Uh, and I, I know a lot of other companies they do give a warranty, I believe. But I would ask the pro shop guys when you buy a bone ball, if you're going to buy a full price bone ball and you're going to spend your money, I would ask them what their warranty, uh, you know, what their warranty policies are with crack bowling balls uh because yeah it is a big problem
0: this is a good question from chris in the chat do patch pirates deal with cracked balls
1: everybody deals with cracked balls but they patch do. pirates all patch pirates will do is they'll just pay uh their special discounted rate which is usually like five dollars below uh <laughs> your host uh, a retail price and then just buy a new ball and then tell them, and they won't say happy.
0: anything about the cracked ball.
1: No, no, certainly oh, no. not. They oh, will no.
0: not, you will not see them post that on
1: social media. Oh, no. Well, that's know? a big, that's a big no. Oh, uh, that I, I remember um, back in the day when I was a, a former past pirate, I used to get emails from the company that used to be like, uh, Yeah, you should not uh, put up. Pictures of crack bowling, of your of your balls cracked like and re- realistically you should never ever ever write a negative thing about any of your bowling equipment on social media. I mean it was pretty clear like. you So does that anything. mean
0: then if if I'm a patch pirate and I'm doing ball review videos that there's probably zero chance I'll ever say something negative about any of the balls I'm reviewing? Is that what you're saying,
1: Rob? That's exactly what I'm saying. There mm-hmm. is a probably. Unless you have the credibility, unless you're someone like a Belmonte, who you know Storm isn't gonna like get rid of. (laughs) Um, he's not. I mean, but he's he ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna do that. I mean, no, no, no. Um, no, no, You're never, you're never gonna find a a a patch pirate say, "Oh, this ball just doesn't like." Is that good on short patterns.
0: This is this is it. Yes, the patch pirates would say that they struck so much with the ball that they broke the ball. That's the way they would promote it. You're right, Fred Hunt in the chat. All right, let me give my worst of the week now. Let me say. Oh man. I wanted I'm going to have to start giving honorable mentions for worst of the week cuz there's just too many good there's too much good material out there to just give one worst of the week. So I wanted to give worst of the week to Lewis Napolis this week. I did because you all love you you, you you all know how I I love Lewis Napolis. Uh, not only is is this is this guy doing the patch pirate ball review thing, but now he's venturing into goofy outfits. Okay, in, in, in a latest video that Instagram suggested to me, uh, I click on it and dude is bowling in a full shirt and pants rubber duck outfit. Okay, rubber duckies all over the shirt and pants in the ball review video. So I wanted to give that worst of the week. Then I wanted to give worst of the week to uh, Ten Pin Life because they Ten Pin Life keeps putting this sponsored ad for the for the uh, a bowling app on 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 all my social media feeds. Okay, on all my social media feeds, it's everywhere, and like I had enough of it. All right, I'm tired of seeing the ad. But I'm not going to give Worst of the Week to either one of them. Uh, my Worst of the Week is going to go to Darren Watts. Darren Watts from the uh, same place, Rob, the Bowling Science Forum. The, the Bowling Science Forum uh, definitely seems like a, uh, a an interesting uh, new follow for me. Uh, so Darren, what he sent out was uh, a, a meme. Okay, it's Peter Griffin uh, holding a shotgun. Okay, uh, and it says, "I just, I just want to talk to him." Okay, and then the meme is labeled uh, when the mechanic starts playing with the lane machine mid-season. Okay, so again, when the mechanic starts playing with the lane machine mid-season, and then a, a picture of Peter Griffin with a shotgun saying, "I just want to talk to him," implying that when the lane machine plays with the When the mechanic plays with the lane machine mid-season, people want to shoot him with a shotgun, I guess, is what they're implying there. I know it's a joke. I'm not taking it seriously. And here's his post on this. Okay, here's his post on this. We've recently had our share of lane oiling machine problems and a rehaul on the machine to get a real house pattern with no more OB, finally, after many years. In all caps now, leave it alone now, especially for people like me that get to bowl one league and maybe 15 games a month if I'm lucky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to give you worst of the week, Darren. But, you know, come on. See, you know, leave it alone. You know, you want want them as easy as possible. You want them as easy as possible. Uh, here's what I don't understand. I'm, I'm going to be sincere here. I'm not going to joke around. I'm going to be sincere. And I, I really, I really wish that there, there were people out there in the bowling community that would would put the comedy of of what I have to say aside and really be willing to have a serious conversation with me about this particular question. But like, why, why does it seem that so many people? only view bowling as fun when they're striking and it's easy to hit the pocket and strike. Isn't there fun in the struggle?
1: No. No? No, no, For
0: me, there is.
1: Oh, you're you're a glutton for punishment. Okay. All right. All
0: right, I guess. Um, I mean.
1: So, you know, it's funny and we can talk another hour about this topic. We really could, we've done it numerous times. You know, it's a, it's some people like to play the video game on easy level and some people like to play the game on hard level. You know what I mean? Uh, some people like to win and winning for them is fun. And some people like to challenge themselves. So it's a different mindset for the, a different person. Uh, if somebody's looking just to go and bowl three games a week with their friends and you know they want to they want to they don't want to think too much and they just want to go there and strike and bowl you know That's what years. I'm
0: saying. Isn't the fun in hanging out with your friends? The fun is in hanging out with your friends. It's not in how many pins you knock down. How many pins you knock down should be I- I- I invalid to how many how much fun you have, especially oh, no. if
1: you're bowling with your buddies. I know. We've had, we've, uh, I just don't months. get
0: it. I know. Nico, Nico in the chat say 10, ten pin toolkit. Yes. Yes. Enough with the 10 pin toolkits ads. Okay. Enough. All right. I'm sorry. I had enough. I've seen it All enough right. times. Please.
1: All right. You're good. Thank you.
0: All right. Kevin wants to know what happened to the heavily teased goat. Listen, power outage, power outage prevented, uh, tonight, but we're, 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 in touch. We're in touch. So soon enough, listen, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Rob wants me to do it. What Rob has been waiting for me to come out and publicly give a full definition and discussion of patch pirates. And I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. So, you know, we're going to make it happen. Uh, you know, so, so sooner than later. Okay. <laughs> Brian Brian McDonough answering my question in the in the chat about don't people like the struggle? He says the same people who like four piece jigsaw puzzles. Oh man, I mean, come on. What are you talking about, bro? Give me a break. Uh Rob, final thoughts.
1: Uh yeah. Um I want to uh make us make a a plea out for the PBA. Um every week we watch the PTQs and the PTQs are definitely a necessity for the pro tour. Uh, they have to happen to keep out a lot of the, uh, just anybody from being able to bowl with the pros. That's a, a must and a necessity, the PTQs are. But I really do believe that they need to open it up a little bit, uh, especially when they're getting, if they get 80 to 90 players in a PTQ field. Um, I really, I've always been in the believer of taking a one in like, you know, five to one in six ratio. You maybe could push it to one in seven. But I think that if you have an 80 or 90 feel for the PTQ and you're taking 10 or 12 from that PTQ out of 90 bowlers, to me, I think that's just way too little. Uh, I, I think you really need to start opening up. A little bit more so a little bit of more of the players are able to get into the main field. Uh especially since this year we've seen a lot of players come out of the PTQs and actually make the show and consistently make the shows. Um, so that's my final thought. I just depleted a PBA to you know think about if you're getting 80 or 90 people on your PTQ fields to maybe think about starting to take maybe 15 or 20. And I know that might maybe might throw the numbers off for pair. Pairings and whatnot, but I think they should be able to try to make that work. I just want, would like to see more people get in from the PTQ if they're getting a, a certain amount of entries. That's my final thought. Hmm. I I
0: actually had and, and it's it, I want to I want to bring this up. You know we love we love speculation here. Uh, Charlie Tapp, I mean, obviously, somebody who who has uh, good sources, I would imagine, says rumor has it, thirty man fields next year. So they're 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 going to go back to a more exempt, uh, type really? format. I guess I mean is what they're looking at now. Why I'm, would they I'm, do that? Why would they do that?
1: Right? Why would they go to a thirty man? in the Stu and Flanagan are in the chat. Have you guys heard this rumor? Is this buzzing around out there?
0: I don't know if they'll comment on that. Flanagan pops Flanagan, in. The, Flanagan pops in the chat to tell me to get the. they got me the AJ Chapman patch? And you know what? stop stop giving me such a hard time about AJ Chapman. Like I, I I think AJ Chapman's game is amazing. I think dude throws it better than ninety eight point nine percent of people that I've seen period. Totally but but Mike, we're here analyzing the action, okay? You know, and what I said what I said about that is I stand behind, you know. Uh, Mike says he has not heard that rumor. He has, yeah, he has not that. heard that rumor. I, I don't
1: know why they would do Stu, that.
0: Stu, cut it off. He doesn't even tell us where the worst of the week contenders coming in from. Uh, we would, we, we, we like to hear that.
1: Uh, anyway, what do you think about the the PTQ? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Am I off here?
0: I don't agree with you. you don't
1: think a ninety ninety entry PTQ? They should still take twelve.
0: I don't I, I, honestly I think the whole system needs to be redone. I do. I feel I, I, I feel, I feel for up,
1: my another big might blow up the system. Feel I, like,
0: I feel that I feel bad for the guys that are out there bowling the um
1: you yeah. know,
0: bowl, bowling the uh
1: doesn't PTQs want to open every week. Stu doesn't want to open up the PTQs because he knows he opens it up to five more bowlers are probably gonna beat him when they make the main tournament. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Stu's been bowling good this year. Shout to you, Stu.
0: I've been I've been riding with you, bro. Uh, yeah, no, but really, he's saying that that Barnes saying you might want to be in the top thirties to be totally safe. Uh, you know that that's that's an interesting quote, especially given what uh, Charlie's saying in the chat there. But you know, he, here's here's my take on this, Rob. It's cool. I know that it's I know that it's cool in bowling that we often get different guys on the show and i know that that's something that we all like and we all enjoy about bowling but i don't think that uh that that the fact that we don't give enough opportunity for the for the known or the best or the you know highest performing players to be on tv more often on a more regular basis i don't think that has helped bowling over the years you know when i watch a sport like tennis uh you know uh, or i watch a sport like golf again that has a very a very limited field right you 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 see the same guys week in and week out right and and the same guys performing well week in and week out making the finals week in and week out uh tennis particularly interests me because really they give a huge advantage to the guys that are ranked number 1 number 2 number 3 versus you know bowl or um playing against these these lower ranked players uh, so you often end up with the same matchups at the end of the tournament that people want to see, and in bowling, you, you don't get that a lot. You know, a lot of times you get a mix of established guys that you do know and are familiar with, and newer guys that you aren't so familiar with. And let's be honest, Rob, like they've done a terrible job of telling people stories, right, and giving the fans a reason to get behind. a a certain player. And part of that is because you're always seeing different players and there's always different guys in the mix. Uh, Given all that, given everything I just said, and you're, you're going to, you're going to think I'm nuts. We're going to, we're going to have to do a whole segment on this on the next Thursday show. I'm actually kind of convinced that we need to go with an even lower number of players. Like I'm not so sure that the tour shouldn't be more than 12 guys or 18 guys. And, and here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. He's, to be the be, <laughs> he's too tired and too sick to hear my COVID, man.
1: I got it Now I got to hear
0: you. Right, no, we'll, 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 we will back burner this until next Thursday. All right, but we'll put it on the list to talk about next Thursday. But I really – I you know, I would – honestly, like, if you just had 12, 16, maybe 18 guys – that had regular spots on the PBA tour and were out there competing every week, you would get to see the same guys on TV every week. And it would give the tour a chance to 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 put their put put their efforts behind the best and most popular players out there. Right. And and, you know, I uh, I, I would just like to see what would happen. Now, with that said, with that said. I would also create some sort of lower tier, right, lower tier competition, sort of like you have in golf with the various tours. I would create some lower tier competition where you'd be able to try and win your way into that top top 12 or top 18, you know. So I I would just like to see – I would like to be given a shot to build the stories around the players. But again, the only way to do that is to to focus on a smaller group.
1: I understand where you're coming from because like, I'm just using this as an example. Now it could be a really bad comparison, Um, but like something like the UFC, right? Um, If you watch their pay-per-view, usually their main event is somebody who everybody knows, right? Usually the best in the world. I know um, John Bones Jones is fighting this weekend, right? Everybody's going to be watching because this sky is one of the best, or he was the best in the world. Um, and then, you know, your undercard fighters are usually you're more of your up and coming fighters that you really don't know. And then you, they get a chance to prove if they're that good. So I get where you're saying in tennis is a good comparison. Golf is too. You see the same players, but I, 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 I want to, I want to pitch this for next week. I want to talk about this next week. Okay. I, no I want you to put a plan together how, what you would see the tour, um, Stu's gonna have twitter mad
0: at him because he's saying mike is awesome i'm gonna make that my banner on twitter he, he says said, i turned i turns your into fisher Price to live bowling i'm not sure i follow there Stu Stu's having a problem type. that's the
1: english that's the english that's a, a, a english uh you know old english it. version yeah that's the i should i should english. be able to read that i that's you the know. old country uh I you know, should be able to dialect. read that. I
0: I teach Shakespeare. I should be able to interpret that. No problem. You know, I can't even interpret t- old that.
1: country dialect.
0: Yeah, but but no, listen. Uh, you know, I again. I I don't I, I don't want to see that happen because I understand the implications of that. But at the same time, I'd like to see what we could do with it with with it a, with a, a setup like that.
1: I love how people apologize to me, and that, um I don't even know why they're apologizing. <laughs> I accept your apology, Charlie. I have no idea why you're apologizing. Anyway, wow, man. Nico,
0: look at look at Nico, look at Nico saying, "Create live bowling with your limited field, Mike." Yeah, yeah not you know, it's a problem because uh, I don't have the money to I don't have the money to pay anybody. But if Mookie Betts wants to do it, if Mookie happens to hear the podcast and wants to do it, I'd be down.
1: I'm sure. Oh, I right, Stu, right now.
0: Quali- c- clarifying Stu's comment here. Mike is awesome turns your tour you turns turns the tour into fisher price live bowling oh man okay
1: i like it please you got a heat for that comment all right mike well yo feel better thanks man feel better i'm I'm, I'm I'm thanks for coming thanks
0: for coming on and pushing through uh everybody in the chat thanks for joining us as always we love we love chopping it up with you guys uh we love we love talking bowling obviously uh, that's why we come here every week. That's why we do this. Uh, follow us on social media. We're on there. You all know our names on there. I'm not even going to bother saying them. Email us. We get a lot of good emails. Uh, we, we just got an email while we're on the air saying that Flow uh, Flow Flo Sports is being sued in a class action lawsuit over uh, false advertising for their yearly subscription. So I'll have, to, I'll have Lucas? to take a look at that. I know. Where's Lucas Wiseman? Uh, Mike saying Mookie's YouTube channel twenty one k after one weekend. Must Not surprising. Nice. Must be Not nice. Not surprising. Absolutely. So, listen. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for for joining us. Yes, the the rat the raffle is done. The raffle is is wrapped up, and we are going to be doing that drawing likely on Sunday. Uh, oh, really? We tr- yeah, we tried to get yeah. it set up tonight, but uh, we just have a couple last minute things to do. Okay. Uh, you know, I I think I think if anybody wants a couple uh, last minute. Tickets we could probably fit you in there. Uh, probably, probably ticket bless you, Rob. Tickets that that Rob and I were probably going to take if no one took them. But uh, we we will be doing the raffle drawing on Sunday night, uh, for the Belmo merch. So everybody stay tuned on that as well. We're going to
1: we're going on air Sunday.
0: Oh, that's right. There's no show Sunday. That's right. So we'll do do it next Thursday. Next next Thursday. We'll do it next Thursday. Sorry, my bad. I thought I thought that there was a PBA tournament over the weekend. Amazing. I was assuming that, yeah me too I was assuming that we would be uh be on on Sunday. All right, so we'll do it next Thursday. Yeah, no uh, we'll show do it next Thursday, no, no show, show Sunday. We won't be here Sunday, no show. We'll be here Thursday and there should be a PBA tournament going on while we're on the while we're on the air next Thursday, so that'll be cool too. Uh All right guys, take it easy. Have a good week. All right, we'll talk to everybody next week.
1: All right guys, see you. You are now listening to Sweep the Rack podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike.